That's right. It's Between the Profound and the Profane, a comedy podcast where three lifelong friends gather together every week in my spare bedroom to trade friendly stories, give friendly advice, learn something new about their friends. Hey out there, new friends. It's your shit host, Chris. And we're kind of tired here at the studio. Um, so we didn't record an episode last week. Um, so we decided to push our scheduled episodes back just a little bit, regain our bearings, and continue on through the rest of the year. Uh, things tend to get busy for everybody between October and January. So um, because I wanted to still put out a normal episode of Between the Profound and the Profane, or a semi-normal episode, um, which the episode you see that pops up before this is not a normal episode. It's a uh, solemn episode. It's a kind of sad episode. It's just me kind of talking, kind of explaining some stuff. Um, but if you did or did not listen to that, I wanted to put forth a quote-unquote regular episode. Um, and by regular, I mean we're going to go back in time just a few months and revisit um, the time when Ian and I did our first uh, duo full episode, when it was just the two of us. Uh, there's four episodes in this collection. It's going to be a long one. Uh, it, it tops out at about three hours. There's lots of music, lots of breaks. Um, but you get four full episodes for the price of one, and I, uh, I hope you enjoy it. We'll be back with brand new episodes next Monday, and uh, yeah. Have a good one. Have a good holiday weekend. Have a good Thanksgiving. Um, if you happen to be um, up in Seattle in December, um, I will be at PodCon December 9th and 10th. Um, so look me up. I'll be the guy in the Army surplus jacket with the big purple mohawk. Um, so, yeah. Uh, hope to see you there. I hope you guys have a great holiday. And without further ado... Here is a big mix of Duoful with Chris and Ian. Only on Between the Profound and the Profane at thebonushours.com. Howdy, hi, hello out there all. Coming at you live from the top of a crumbling concrete tower. It's Between the Profound and the Profane. Talking about you, Ian. How's it going, man? Oh man, it has been going, it has been going like a tumbleweed, just rolling through the desert, really stressful desert. <laughs> the universe is in retrograde, the entire, entire solar system's uh, planetary uh, vibrations have been beating the shit out of the world all of April. I, com I completely agree with that. Uh, honestly, like, this has been so... This has been such a stressful month uh, for multiple, multiple reasons. I'm not even going to get into on this podcast. Uh, That's not what this right is for. Now. No, no, this is not. This is not for me to vent. This is not about Azalea Gate. <laughs> not sure if I sent you the link to that one. So that was your your strange alien friend, and you'll notice a slight, uh, very, very small shaped void as uh, our friend Josh is on hiatus for a little while. Uh, so, yeah. he will not be joining us today, and 
we give our best to him? Indeed. <laughs> um, beyond that, it's tax season from when we're recording this. Tax season just ended. Oh, yeah, yeah, those. All those Americans went out there, those good, hardworking, uh, uh, wage slaves Americans. Um, paid their taxes to Uncle Sam. Oh, yeah. Or, or, I mean, Donald Whoa. Trump is president now. Didn't he, like, now, make Uncle Sam pay us? Actually, I think by him um, not accepting the uh, his income, he actually doesn't uh, have to pay uh, federal income tax at all this way, like, anymore. <laughs> well, obviously, I believe that's he how doesn't pay taxes. No, because he, very he, smart, bigly rich people don't pay taxes. Um, you know, they, they, they earn it by... Uh, by becoming rich, um, yeah. but what I was saying In was, interest, um, didn't he cut all of the taxes forever and ever and ever? Uh, it's I mean, a hundred days have passed by now. Well, he did cut like well, he's trying to get a lot of taxes cut, just not to the people that like, mostly to the people that voted for him. Um, yeah. A lot of the uh, rich liberal, a lot of those rich liberals that uh, people are angry at actually are the ones that are going to be getting a tax break with Donald Trump's uh, proposal. Um, don't get me wrong, I mean, a, the rich Republicans do, but, but mostly those liberals. There's a lot of those liberals that are going to be benefiting bigly in the next few years. I mean, it, it doesn't really bother me in the end because uh, uh, George Bush cut my taxes. Uh, for the rest of my life, um, I, I he, he told me that I don't have to pay Uncle Sam a dime until um, I get a real job or we pull out of Afghanistan, and I don't think either either one of those will happen in my lifetime. Yeah, that's an ultimate. Yeah, that's an ultimate. Wow. Yeah. Ooh. I guess. I mean, we're trying to turn this into a real job, but I don't. I don't know, man. I mean. This is we are we are really professional today. We are like we got we got some professional shit up on our walls right now. Professional like, shit. Yeah, professional shit. I mean, this is massive amounts of egg crates. <laughs> our studio, which once looked as if um, Peter Pan's Lost Boys, I mean at least three of them, uh, told Peter Pan to shove it up his tight wearing ass and ran away to live in a treehouse right above. Uh, Pirate Hook Lagoon and uh, built a podcast studio there. Now it looks like those same three lost boys actually went and stole some things from uh, the pirate ships yeah, to it, continue building their studio. Exactly. It's It kind of has like a Tetris feel up on the towards the ceiling and a little bit more of like the Berlin Wall like straight ahead. <laughs> But very soundproof barrier. It's actually I can I can tell the difference a little bit. Like when I talk this way, like it's smooth. <laughs> smooth like an egg crate. <laughs> oh yeah, people love uh, visual jokes on podcasts. That's that's their favorite, from what I hear. That's most of our feedback is keep it up with the visuals. <laughs> Everyone loves your sight gags. Yeah. Sight gags are our favorite thing when we're listening to you. No. No Instagram to back it up because one of us at least doesn't know what that is exactly. <laughs> and I don't know if you give a shit. 
I know one of us doesn't. <laughs> I can only speak for one of us. <laughs> that is me. I would be more into Instagram if they were uh, singing telegrams on the internet. Oh, dude, that'd be cool. Like, bringing back, like, old phones you have to, like, crank <laughs> up and stuff. You have to get the voltage cranked. Yeah. That'd be really cool. I think you're talking about a telegraph machine. Yeah. Wait. Oh. Talk about a singing telegram. Oh, okay. All right. I got you. I got you. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 was, I was thinking of a telegraph machine. That's <laughs> actually what I was thinking. I was thinking that'd be cool, too. Let's bring back those. <laughs> you know, it's, it's good to go retro sometimes. <laughs> Coming this fall, uh, the bonus hours presents podcasts <laughs> on vinyl. Retro. <laughs> <laughs> Going retro. <laughs> all analog, all fall. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, yeah, we do have to get these out to the people. <laughs> With your mail or subscription, you can get the entire first and second season of the Bonus Hours Podcast Network on vinyl. <laughs> and for an extra $5, we'll send you some x ray specs. <laughs> I think we can get a hold of some of those. I'm sure we Presumably. can. I mean, <laughs> Presumably. Presumably. X-ray specs are the simplest thing to... Uh, restrictions apply. <laughs> um, do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Prank caller, prank caller. <laughs> this is... This this is Pulp Fiction. <laughs> <laughs> By definition. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god. Which wait, which which one of us is Samuel L. Jackson though? I don't know. I don't know anymore. I don't yeah, I don't know, because now uh John Travolta's just like I mostly see him as a Scientologist. <laughs> so we're gonna get them after us by the time this podcast is over, probably just by me saying that. Didn't say anything bad about it. No, I'm just we just saying said the word. Yeah, we said the keyword. Keyword, keyword. <laughs> Actually, that uh, could be the new title. <laughs> Keyboard. And we're back. Nice. <laughs> and as we reach into the topic, topic, topics bowl, we pull out one for me, which simply says, fuck it, ice. Ice is included. <laughs> the topic is ice? I, I think so. Don't suppose you mean uh, um, the the immigrant capture enforcement. No, actually, that's not what... I, that's a highly... Oh, man, that's a highly charged subject. I didn't even think about that, that type of ice. I wrote fuck it ice because I was all out of ideas. I was like, fuck it, ices, ice, yeah. <laughs> I... The only thing I remember... Polar bears sliding down a cherry mountain, you know what I'm saying? Icy. <laughs> Icy's, uh, I fucking, I only remember, and I, I don't think I've gotten an Icy since uh, I was a kid. They had an Icy machine at the Walmart that we frequented when I was a very, very young child, and it was always Coca-Cola Icy's, because cherry's fucking nasty. Ah, <laughs> uh, the 7-Eleven one was good. I don't know, the 7, or those are Slurpees, though, yeah. so they're a little bit different. Yeah, those are the only ones that didn't taste like cough medicine. I've literally never seen a 7-Eleven. I've lived in Houston all my life. Oh, man. It's, it, they're, they're great. They're great for uh, pretzel, pretzel sticks and uh, Slurpees and armed robberies. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what they're there for. <laughs> <laughs> 
The only thing I know about 7-Eleven is that you can't wheeze the juice. Uh, no. No wheezing the juice. No, you can't <laughs> You can't be doing that. You can't be doing that at 7-Eleven. Never forget. Fucking, but frozen H2O. I'm just... I mean, I get it. You need it to cool off your drinks. Yeah. But, for one... Anytime you get a Coke from a McDonald's or a Wendy's or a uh, Jack in the Box, they put way too much fucking ice yeah, in it. Yeah, I was gonna say that's why I I almost never uh, I I almost I almost always say no ice. Yeah. Like most of the time, because I'd rather have no ice than have too much ice. Like, cause it comes out cold. It does come like, out cold. It's here, it's not gonna it's not gonna take you too long to drink it if it's 110 degrees outside. <laughs> I don't want to water down Coke. <laughs> uh, I never understood the reason, uh, like, putting ice in water, because uh, faucet temperature water is perfectly fine. Uh, cold water yeah. just doesn't feel good on my throat. Oh, yeah, when it's, especially if it's, like, super, if it's super hot outside, I just want it to be, yeah, just room temperature, like, plain water, definitely. Which is, like, the most melted form of ice. Well, I guess it's not the most melted form of ice. The most melted form of ice is steam, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> melted the ice so much that you can no longer even see it. Yeah, we're, we worked our way. We're working our way. We started off with uh, cold, cold ice. Now we're, you know, we're at ices and ice. Now we're at lukewarm. So I guess, yeah, now, now it's getting hot. Crawfish boiling. But yeah, you can't get hotter than that. I don't think water can get much hotter than a crawfish boil, can it? Uh, I guess not. No, I mean, I mean, once yeah. you're boiling water, that's that's pretty much perhaps it. the hottest that water can get before it is no longer water. Yeah, unless you put it in a, in a vacuum, like like a Hoover. Talking science here <laughs> to all my scientists. Shout out. <laughs> Maybe it's also because I like, like restaurants. Like uh, I've always worked restaurants. And so, like, they're big, giant ice machines where people stick their... Oh, their grubby hands? Grubby hands. Yeah. And people are, like, cutting their arms open on ice, on sheets oh, of ice. Oh, blood in the ice, but only for a minute. I guess it's good for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> they put it in that big bucket they never wash. Oh, dude, yeah, it's always the same bucket. So, by the way, people, if you ever see a bucket anywhere near you and you're, you're in a restaurant, that bucket is full of bad like go get away from the bucket don't like i mean i don't even know like yeah if you see a bucket near you in a restaurant get the fuck out <laughs> like i'm not saying to dine and dash but if they're if they're getting that bucket near you something bad's about to happen <laughs> so i mean you know ice fuck it i'm not a big fan it's kind of it's overrated. It is. I mean, crawfish are, uh... Yeah, crawfish are way better than ice. <laughs> so, that's where I'm at. I guess I can't disagree with that. Yeah. Yeah, uh... Texas. For the win. <laughs> oh, that was... That was a beautiful conversation. <laughs> that... That conversation was for the win. If I've ever heard. One for the ages. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. <laughs> the the one that I pulled out here just says uh just says mascot. Does it even have a question mark? It says mascot question mark. 
So, like... I mean, we already decided that it can't be ice. Crawfish is better <laughs> than that. So, I mean, we're not gonna make this too short here. I don't know. I, I guess we're not we're not a crawfish podcast, though. We're definitely not a crawfish podcast. I mean, I do have a harmonica, but we don't have an accordion. No. And no, uh, uh, we don't no have a washboard. Yeah. Or spoons. Well, Jug. we do have spoons. We, we do have spoons. Mini and spoons. we do have and we have some jugs. No, 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 no fiddle though. Oh, we're. Mi- yeah, we yeah. Need a fiddle. Your man- manager knows how to fiddle, though. <laughs> so, our mascot cannot be a Zydeco band. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. Damn it. Uh, all right, so... Uh, Maybe it could be a mini-headed Zydeco man. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, yeah. I could kind of see that. I could kind of see that. <laughs> Just like like, like a one-man band, Zydeco band, man? But like with many arms and multiple heads. Oh, Shiva style. Yeah. Like psych- psychedelic brink uh, <laughs> uh, Zydeco man. Yeah, Z- Right. Yeah, just like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean that could be that could be it. Like, would he have a or or would it be like just the Shiva and would he have like a jazz band, like a full jazz band playing behind him? I guess. And and I mean a Zydeco Shiva. That sounds pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, would it be on an alligator? I mean, is there a, a is there something else? Is, is there a different avenue that you can go down with a mascot? Because oh. remember our, our early '90s video game mascots: our Sonics, our Mario's, and oh. the greatest mascot ever, Crash Bandicoot's. He's a good mascot. But we can't can't steal Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, I believe <laughs> I believe that's copyrighted. I Definitely think copyrighted. Um, could we use a loud orange man? Just one that yells a lot. Could we use something? I don't know. <laughs> I'm think. I keep on thinking of like a T. He's someone who yells a lot. <laughs> Just gets your attention. We, we need some. Uh, Dr. Zayas. That's like Donkey Kong. But not as copyright, or no, just as copyright. Doctor Zayas, I think, is Very, just as copyright. Yeah, probably, ju- probably more copyrighted, <laughs> actually, if anything. So I guess, yeah, uh, we can't use uh, an orange orangutan. Is that a kick in the glass, though? No, 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 no. It's no. not. No, it's not. No. Doctor Zayas just was an orangutan who had an orange uh, tone to his fur. So to distill it more, we've gone from Crash Bandicoot, who is an orange bandicoot who wears pants, mm-hmm. to an orange man, to Doctor Zayas himself. Mm-hmm. But then we distill it further: mm-hmm. orange orangutan. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, we're going one step beyond. Yeah, Dr. yeah. So Zayas you don't call him Doctor Zayas. Yeah. Twice. <laughs> I'm not trying to. Drive this to the ground. <laughs> Swear to God. <laughs> so he's an orange orangutan, and I would put him in overalls, but I think that's what the orangutan in Donkey Kong 64 wore. Yeah. Lanky Kong. <laughs> I, I I think so. I, I don't know. Lanky Link, Kong. Lanky Kong from Donkey Kong 64. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think. That's the one I played the least, actually. Yeah, um, it was. I didn't like it that much. Yeah, yeah, I play. I remember playing it a little bit, um, and I, I, yeah, I just didn't enjoy it as much. I don't know. I like, I like my side scrollers, man. <laughs> but, so, uh, 
So, so like a like we all right. So an orange and an purple orange orangutan. Oh, orange and purple. Orange and purple. Gonna throw some purple in there. For some, for some okay, so, okay. So an orange and purple orangutan who's really into zygote music. Uh, like he's just, he's a trumpet player. He's a trumpet player. Okay, that that's good. He's a trumpeter. All right. He's, I like a, it. he's a trumpeteer. <laughs> <laughs> in orange, uh, they got to throw some purple in there. I mean, maybe the purple's in for, like a for royalty, in like a mohawk, yeah. or like he wears a jacket that's purple. Yeah, <laughs> that 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 could work. A jacket, a purple jacket, bright orange orangutan. Yeah, <laughs> playing a trumpet. Playing a trumpet. <laughs> playing trumpet. Oh uh, yeah, I'm I'm liking this so far. <laughs> I guess. Uh, now he's so he's not gonna have so he's not so he's a trumpeteer so he's not gonna have any of the other crazy instruments. Um, what else is he gonna have? Like, is is he gonna be like on a unicycle? Cause he's he's balancing. He's trying to balance this whole podcast thing together. It's all about the struggle. <laughs> Nothing represents the struggle more than a unicycle. <laughs> um, a unicycle on a tightrope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, yes. That that is the only way it could be any more difficult. <laughs> I yeah. I think that's it. What do you think? So it's a punk rock mm-hmm. orange orangutan who Check. plays a trumpet. Yep. On a unicycle on a tightrope. Yeah, that's it. Throw some purple in there. Th- Interpret punk rock however you please. Yeah. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's as punk rock as it gets. That's too punk for punk. Punk <laughs> wouldn't know what to do if that showed up at its store. Please email all submissions to the bonus hours podcasts at gmail.com. Indeed. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's an awesome mascot. <laughs> What's his name? Ooh. Let's see. Um. So he's an orangutan, so we have orangutan, we have monkey, we have, alright, uh, I'm trying to connect some webs here, some thinking webs. Um, ooh, alright, so we can't say Dr. Zaius, Dr. Zaius, because that is severely copper, copyrighted, and I probably shouldn't even be saying that. Alright, Professor? Pro- ooh. Professor? Uh, Prof. Or, yeah, or, or just, or at, or the, at the end of his name, we can just add in PhD. <laughs> or MD, yeah. <laughs> Make it a little bit like an Esquire thing, you know. <laughs> so we have Doctor Punk Chimp Von Von Trumpeteer. No, Professor Silly Pants Trumpet Hands. Sil- silly Pants Trumpet Hands. Uh, it, it almost goes together. It almost, does. It almost goes together. I, I guess that. <laughs> Silly Pants Trumpet Hands. Yeah, Doc. Silly Pants Trumpet Hands, MD. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> silly Pants Trumpet Hands, MD. I can get behind that mascot. <laughs> we can all cheer in the stands for that guy. <laughs> oh, okay. Don't you feel like you're on the winning team right now? I know I do. <laughs> it's all coming apart at the seams. Oh, yeah. This, this month is rough. So rough. I don't know, but thinking about Professor Celia Pants trumpet trumpet hands just makes me makes me happy. Oh yeah, <laughs> feels like we'll, we'll he's make up it. there. He's not falling anytime soon, man. He's he's got this. <laughs> we'll make it through somehow. <laughs> somehow. <laughs>
mailman would be the perfect mascot? A schizophrenic mailman? Uh, well, I'm not saying that would be the perfect mascot, but I think it could work. I think it could work. Because, <laughs> you know, this it's all about, like, giving people, like, we're, we're giving them the news, you know? We're, we're telling them what's really going on. But the mailman is also the milkman? Uh, I think, yeah. 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 They, they, they're in a war with each other. They're, wait, no. They're, well, yes, they're, so. they're, they're dueling sides of the same man, the mailman and the milkman. Oh. Oh, I don't know. The milkman delivers the milk. It's kind of like, so one of them is the phoenix the character, you know, like, news. so I guess the milkman, I guess, can become the, the mailman. Does the milkman come in the morning? Yes. I believe so. You pass. <laughs> yeah, I know what's really going on with those milkmen. That's actually a real... That'd be really weird. That'd be a really weird thing. Like, I was okay with bringing back uh, telegraph machines, but I'm not sure if I'm okay with bringing back uh, milkmen. Milkmen? That... Yeah, like, I don't think I'm okay with that in modern uh, society. I don't know if some guy needed to be bringing milk to my door. Yeah, no, that sounds awful. Like, much, I want I want to pick up, like, the fresh milk. How much milk were they drinking? They were buying it in, like, uh, you know the big water jugs? Like, the five gallons, I guess. Yeah. So you'd get, like, like five gallons of, of this milk, and they did not have refrigerators. They had ice boxes. <laughs> A box with ice in it? Most of the time, the people didn't actually have ice boxes what they had was a uh, brick of ice that they just put fans on just high high voltage electric old timey you know electric fans they just put on a block of ice and just have it aimed at this jug of milk i, I don't know how much milk were you that's a really good question like how much milk were they drinking because <laughs> like that milk is good for like two days tops right like down here, like, with a big brick of ice next to it in an open room, like, rusty old fans sitting on top. It's a, it's a lot of bad milk. It's a lot of bad milk, man, but people had, like, too much of it. Man. Like, What I, was the milkman plotting? That's a really good question. He was walking around all day with a bunch of milk. Was that, was it warm milk? Perhaps the male. I thought it was always cold. Some is but... correct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the mailman. He delivers the truth. You know, we've all gotten those coupons. I've I've seen I've seen that I can get my windshield repaired for free. So that means I can walk into that parking lot and I can yell, "Fix my windshield!" And they have no choice but to bend to my will. <laughs> so their coupon motes. M-O-T-E-S. So somewhere in between a Shiva, a Zydeco band, um, Professor Silly Pants Trumpet Hands, the trumpet playing orangutan, also possibly known as Professor Ooh. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even catch that in the first round. <laughs> <laughs> that would be an appropriate name. And the schizophrenic mailman who's at war with his milkman half. The yeah, milkman is in on the conspiracy. 
Oh, he's like drawing maps. Like oh. he has like thumbtacks and red yarn strung up on his wall. It's like it's making some sort of pattern. If anyone out there who can art hears this rambling and would like to send us your rendering of this amalgamation of a mascot or an entire universe. I don't even know what's going on anymore. Or, or any aspect. Any <laughs> <Whatever>. aspect. Please. <laughs> feel free. <laughs> the bonus hours podcast at gmail.com. We'll definitely give you credit and thank you profusely. Profusely. <laughs> and while I'm shilling and asking and talking to the audience out there, uh, let me also say that we are on iTunes. We have been for a while, yeah. actually, and I keep forgetting to and say it on the podcast. We're not crushing it yet on iTunes, but we're like, I think we're doing a little bit better than Bill O'Reilly at the moment, <laughs> right? I mean, I haven't placed my hands on anyone's I guess vagina we're, we're who a didn't com- want well, it there we're, recently. We're a comedy podcast. Was he registered as a comedy podcast? Or Only was in he my heart. A, or was he just a joke? So that's right. Uh, Between the Profound and the Profane is on iTunes in your favorite iTunes catcher. Uh, Please go out there, listen to us on iTunes, listen to us on your iTunes catcher. Uh, uh, Give us, you know, all the all the star ratings and all the all the reviews. Please, please. We could very, very well use it right now. Indeed. (laughs) Uh, More than reviews uh, on iTunes, though. Please. uh, if you're on the website, thebonushours.com, there's a comment section down there. Uh, it sends me direct emails, and I would love to hear what you guys out there think. Oh, yeah. And, um, by the way, uh, what do you think about ra- Rowdy Ravioli stories? <laughs> Rowdy Ravioli... I want you to explain what this means. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I had an idea that, like, would be kind of a group participation thing to, like, anyone out there listening and, uh, you know... You know, we ourselves kind of do this anyhow on the show. But basically, uh, Rowdy Ravioli Stories is kind of like our version of creepy, creepy pasta. But instead, Rowdy Ravioli is all the time that uh, partying has gone wrong, or chilling has gone wrong, or a vacation story, like where you get like... Like, I'll, I'll, I'll start off for one, like, if you're talking about like vacations... A, like one of the times I went to the circus as a kid and like I went up to like this like clown who came out of nowhere and then he like I he was like hey honk, honk my nose and I honked his nose and like a bunch of pig's blood just got like dunked on me I was like what happened and then like he, he threw just this a bunch of blood on me and my mom was like what is what is going on and i'm just like screaming like covered in blood and uh that was like one of my earliest memories of a rowdy ravioli i was like three or four i am still equally as terrified of clowns as i am to jellyfish so a bucket full of bloody clowns would be a problem for you oh dude oh you're oh between that and a I would choose a jellyfish, to be <laughs> honest with you. All right, wow. Damn, I didn't realize just how terrifying that... Yeah, yeah, I am really scared. Yeah, I really don't like clowns, man. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know, jellyfish is pretty awful. I, cats. 
I definitely, yeah. Alright, so. <laughs> to translate for my strange alien oh, elf Oh, sorry, French. sorry. Like, the, yeah, pre previous episode kind of. No, died. no, 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 no. I think what he's asking for when he says Rowdy Ravioli, oh. which he just likes because it's double R and it feels like alliteration, but it's not. We'll, we'll discuss what alliteration is later. Um, literate. Uh, alliteration. I'm a very literate. Alliteration. I was told I was very literate. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> what you're asking for more than anything are um, uh, stories of suburban street punks. <laughs> yeah, you definitely like any yeah rowdy rowdy stories like times that should it like it can be times that were meant to be crazy also count. Like I was going, I was just also yeah. saying that even times that like where hanging out goes wrong and like all of a sudden there's. There's blood on the ceiling and loud music playing. Like, we've all been there before. Supposed to be, supposed to have three people over. <laughs> uh, you have thirty. Yeah. Three turns to thirty real quick. Yeah. Oh, very too quickly. Sometimes. Next thing you know, you got couches in the lawn. Next thing you know, you got you got a bucket full of rowdy ravioli going on. Anal sex in the pool. Um, got rowdy. It that sounds pretty awfully rowdy. <laughs> didn't and that, I didn't know that. I mean, all right. Did it happen or didn't it? Who knows? Public pools are strange places. Yeah, I I fully agree with the ending of that statement. Public pools are really weird places. <laughs> Stay like, away from public pools, kids. Oh yeah, they they, they could be full of jellyfish. That's what we'll call it. Yeah. <laughs> Octopi. <laughs> you want to call it a short episode? You, we could call it a short episode. Short, uh, a short episode? A mini-sode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. A mini-short episode? Mini <laughs> it's a short soda. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a tall, right? It's just a pop episode. It's a pop. Yeah. It's a pop. Yeah. What did you learn on today's pop episode, Ian? Uh, crawfish is better than ice, I think, <laughs> was the most valuable lesson I learned. Like, no matter how hot it is, like, I will probably always choose crawfish over ice. Like, you know, any choice between those two things. When you ask us to build a mascot, we will, like, lean heavily on the cartoon. Oh, oh yeah, def definitely. We, we, yeah. <laughs> we will, we'll have to, like, create an entire temple. <laughs> out of, uh, probably out of multicolored egg crates if, uh, the current thing still works. <laughs> still standing. <laughs> and we also learned that Between the Profound and the Profane is on iTunes now, and you should go right this minute. You should do it. Download it, share it with your friends, give it five stars, review it, and then come back to the bonushours.com. Well, I agree with you in the comments there. Don't forget to tip the waiter, unless they bring the bucket by him. Then get out of there. <laughs> Don't hang out near the bucket of blood. Uh, the blood bucket at 
at any restaurant all or circus. <laughs> all restaurants, all circuses. It's the same bucket. It's like the one electron theory, but it's one nasty bucket. That's what it says. Alright, we're not gonna go there. We're supposed to be wrapping it up. Take care of each other. Live long and prosper. Hail Hydra. <laughs> hey, we love you, man. Good night, everyone! For this and other shows quite like it, please check out our website, thebonushours.com.
And hello, once again. Welcome back. Between the Profound and the Profane, the only podcast on the bonushours.com where me and three friends sit. Continue to mute our mics with, because we really have no idea what we're doing. Hi, other amateur. How are you? Uh... Oh, man. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I'm like I'm a little bit stressed. I'm a little bit stressed out. Uh, we're, but, we're getting this lawnmower running. Yeah, and... yeah. That was it, it. Really took a lot of banging. We had to hit it for. It took us. Uh, that was took us a good hour. That was a good solid hour of work to get that uh, <laughs> non-existent lawnmower existing and not running and then running. It was. It took it took some sound work. <laughs> All for you people out there. We're in the garage. <laughs> I, of course, am your host, uh, Chris, uh, the one who you say, shit, why you do that? Uh, over here is my buddy Ian. He's a pity to be with, but we love him anyway. It's a sad story. <laughs> and our melancholy fool, uh, Josh, is still on sabbatical. Hey, guys. <laughs> I'll oh, we'll be back soon. Everything is okay. <laughs> yeah, what I said. <laughs> is it okay if we're so bad at impersonating Josh? That I, <laughs> I think it goes beyond parody. You know, <laughs> it's so far. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> It's been a hell of a fucking month and a week. It really has. April has been was brutal, and I mean, I'm actually, I actually am feeling better now that April's over in a way. Yeah. Um, a little bit, anyhow. <laughs> I, uh, I watched a show called Mountain Men, <laughs> and it was bad. It was so bad it actually put me in a good mood because at least I'm not those guys. <laughs> Not a mountain man? I am apparently not a mountain man, and that is a great thing. <laughs> well, that's good news all around. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they uh, they were they were doing all sorts of crimes. I mean, heavy-duty, like, crazy shit. Like, they were walking onto other people's property with guns and, like, yelling, yelling at people. And the guy's like, what are you doing on my property? They're like, we found this tractor. And he's like, yeah, it's my tractor. And then, like, the cops showed up, and the cops were on the mountain men's side? I really don't know. I don't think those were real cops. Anyways. Land disputes in the Appalachians. Yeah, yeah, lots of land disputes. Lots of land disputes. Nobody knows where their land is. They, they, they misplace it all the time. And apparently, like, people dress up in gorilla costumes and, like, kidnap old people. Like, that's, like, half the show. That's what half the show is about. Yeah, group people in gorilla suits kidnapping old people. That's what um, Mountain Men is predominantly about. Majority of the show is based on that. I'm so glad I don't watch TV. It was awful. I mean, I couldn't pull my eyes away. I watched it for four hours, dude. Four <laughs> straight hours of Mountain Men. They're originally Sasquatch hunting, but then I realized um, they're mostly just committing felonies across North Carolina and West Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> it's hill people versus hill people 
versus hill cops. <laughs> the manager and I spent a weekend out of town, which was really nice. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was it was a nice weekend out of town. It didn't really recalibrate me nearly as much as I wanted it to. Fill your ears up with seashells so you could hear the ocean. <laughs> I could have used more time of doing that. Yeah. <laughs> It's an old trick. <laughs> Fill your ears up with seashells. You can hear the ocean. <laughs> Beach is a uh, painful and itchy place to go to, <laughs> I find, on most occasions. Also, it's almost guaranteed the only place you'll find jellyfish. <laughs> 100% the only place. <laughs> yeah, like, I've, I've, I've feared that jellyfish would be in my bathtub, but, like, I, I'm pretty certain Most I won't yeah more, more than likely I won't run into a jellyfish in my bathtub unless you're working on uh on an oil rig <laughs> oh yeah then they'll throw like a, a shark at you it's uh, something that happens yeah yeah it really does it's that, a thing that people allow y- yeah it's an it's a joke it's a I threw a six foot long sand shark at the man because it was a joke it was he was he was vulnerable in the shower I had to throw a shark at him <laughs> yeah, that's like the first thing that uh, I think they taught us. Um, well, the first thing they taught us was that we are here to die. <laughs> You're here to get a paycheck and die. Um, and then uh, besides that, people are going to try. Besides the ocean trying to kill you and the rig that you're on trying to kill you, the human beings that are on the vessel are actively pursuing to kill you. <laughs> especially if you stick out like a sore thumb. Yeah, especially if your granddad isn't from around here. <laughs> As I was told. <laughs> they knew my grandparents weren't from Louisiana. I was like, that is true. <laughs> I am Ian. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Stranger I've never met. How would you know my grandparents weren't from around here? You ain't got kinfolk here. <laughs> Mostly because my kinfolk would have melted the same way that I am currently melting in Houston. I am, I'm so red. People are like, you're not red, and then they compare me to something else that's red. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're not built for the fucking... <laughs> Yeah, Coastal I'm, regions. I'm, I'm built for, like, deep in the woods. I should stay in my cabin in the woods and wait till it's dark before I come outside. The snowy woods, to be like, yeah. precise. It has to... Yeah. Uh-uh. That's nice, yeah. yeah. Anytime it's below 60 degrees, it's like, yeah, I'm not dying. Not my people's is from the swamps and the coasts. <laughs> I hate it. Yeah, I think everybody does, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean... I mean, everybody here just stays inside all day. Aside from me. Aside from me. I guess there's a few. Well, summertime is inside time. You don't want to... You don't want to be caught dead in your car. That's true. Of heat stroke. Yeah, that that's true. Like, uh, I like to throw people off. You know, people like leave notes when they leave their dogs like inside the car. That's like, don't break the window. The AC's on, and I have water. Like, I like to put a note on there that says, "Whatever faces I make, whatever screams I say, do not open the door." And I just bang on the window with my car. I'll just, just let me out. Let me out. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I like to do. I like to see um, how far 
I can make it in Houston traffic with no AC and the windows up in uh, July. Oh, yeah, I do that. It's it uh, that lasts very short, very short amount of time before it's like I will black out. <laughs> when you're ever looking to uh, detox or lose some weight, oh yeah, it's a great way. I, I do yeah I do that in my I'm not driving though I don't do it well I'm I don't I I park my car and then I sit in the sun and just like park in a bright spot and just wait just, just outweight the sun just bake it out. <laughs> oh yeah man you'll lose like. <laughs> three weeks worth of weight in like one day <laughs> just forget that you're out there just forget you're in a car and that you need water forget <laughs> all that bring a jug with you and when you get too weak to pick up the jug wait a little while longer then then you're detoxed who needs water anyway <laughs> i spent 10 years dehydrated <laughs> exactly yeah water is a myth don't know if you know that that stuff that comes out of your tap, I don't know what it is, but it sure isn't water. <laughs> Turns frogs gay, I heard. That's a moment of adulthood when I when I suddenly when I, I started drinking water again and I realized that I had spent most of my life completely dehydrated. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't I I found that out a, quite a while back, but like cuz as a kid I drank like a lot of sodas. Like Nothing I spent but. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, I, I stayed dehydrated all the time as a kid, and then, like, when I was, like, I don't know, probably 18 or 19 or so, and I, there was a brief period of time where I totally gave up sodas, and that lasted, like, six weeks, but, like, I drank a lot of water during that time, and ever since then, I still drink a bunch of water. I feel good. I feel hydrated, in a way. There was a period of around 19 or 20 where I stopped drinking water. <laughs> ah, Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, there. I mean, there. There's definitely times where I forgot. <laughs> like I was, I was, uh, I was busy at nineteen. <laughs> had I had a of, full schedule. Lots of stuff going. On. Oh, I had. I was juggling. <laughs> <laughs> juggling like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> yeah, just oh, oh my god, what's he gonna do next? <laughs> Pill bottle in one hand, <laughs> rum in the other. Oh yeah, that was yep. Yeah, that was that. That was after the latter. Yeah, that was ooh. <laughs> oh, Flaming yeah. tank of gasoline. <laughs> juggling. Yep. All all yep. Just all three of those things. Just juggling. <laughs> oh man, yeah. That was a that was a brutal year. <laughs> Almost as brutal as this month. So brutal. We're still crushing it, uh, you know, from what I've heard. Like, we're still, our numbers are up. We are doing better than Bill O'Reilly for week uh, three in a row, I believe. Oh, I mean, we are we are outranking two Bill O'Reilly. Yes, two weeks. Uh, yeah, we, we are better than Bill O'Reilly's comedy podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, ours has gotten way more thumbs down on YouTube, so we, we love your love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the support, guys. <laughs> First podcast that was funnier than Bill O'Reilly's podcast <laughs> since April of 2017. Yeah. <laughs> Probably till today. Probably till this one comes out. <laughs> then he might start crushing it. <laughs> We're still funnier than him. I, I don't... Yeah, yeah, we're definitely funnier than him because uh, Daniel Tosh proved um, that 
rape isn't that funny, guys. <laughs> Can we say this? I don't know. Are we? No, Bill. Bill's cool with us. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, he knows we're crushing it. He can wait his turn to start crushing it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bill O'Reilly needs to pay his dues. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Podcast dues. You need to be doing this for a while. We've been at this for like weeks, man. No, no, it's not even that you have to be, do this for a while. You have to start from nowhere in yeah. the podcasting oh, game. Actually, you, gotta... you do. <laughs> very, very true. You can't just show up and be like, give me a podcast. I have a suit. No, no, that's not how that works. You need, yeah, you need to start low. You need to start like saying, "What's a microphone? How do I use a microphone? How does a microphone work?" To this day, I cannot answer most of those questions. <laughs> Lots to figure out, Bill. You have to think about. I have so much to say, and uh, I don't know uh, what it is. <laughs> So let me just speak until something comes out, because my words are so important that everybody must hear them. Yeah. Bill O'Reilly's got that last part down. <laughs> that. Speak until. No, 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 no. Speak, speak that until he believes that his help. words are so important that everybody needs to hear them. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. <laughs> man, yeah, that, that must be an interesting thought to have. <laughs> That must be an interesting life. <laughs> it's a living. I mean, you don't make oh, yeah. any money from it, from my point of view, but... Yeah, I don't... Yeah, I think most... Yeah, I don't think he got money for talking, right? No. Isn't that his... What did he get money for, then? I mean, well, he. I heard he was on this uh, channel, like, uh, some sort of nature network. Like, I heard he dressed up as some sort of, like, small... Kind of not a bear, not a wolf. Uh, it's a little bit small. It's like a, I don't know, a fox. I heard they dressed up like a fox and jumped around. That's that's what he did for. Uh, <laughs> I heard for like an hour. A day. Oh, you mean he made money out of radicalizing uh, old people and fringe Republicans? I mean, yeah, he would he would take breaks to sell them um, gold. You know, um, you know, yeah, he would he would stop dancing, you know, around in a wolf costume, and he would uh, occasionally. Occasionally pop up and try to sell you uh, gold catheters. Gold catheters. <laughs> gold catheters? Get your gold catheters here. Are you are you dying? Are you sick? Are you lame? Are you old? Are you afraid of young people and blacks and gays? Buy a gold catheter. You'll never have to leave the house again. You won't even have to get up to go to the bathroom. You can watch Fox News all day. But what about the Jews? We call them the Rothschilds now. Oh, yes. <laughs> Don't want to be impolite. <laughs> I don't know what accent I'm doing. <laughs> neither did I, neither did I. I was just running with it. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, Mate. I, I, I guess. <laughs> Murdoch, is Dude. Murdoch is Australian, so I, I went somewhere in that direction, but ah. sort of came out a little, little posh. <laughs> like a match. <laughs> Oh, posh, posh outbacker. <laughs> we ain't all speak all posh like her madge, nah. Yeah, that was uh, that was almost scary. Boy, <laughs> <laughs> governor. Oh, god, yeah. <laughs>
We are back. We've come back, just like that John Goodman dinosaur. <laughs> da, 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 da. No, 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 the John be. Goodman dinosaur. Oh, oh, okay, all right, yeah. I don't know why, I, all right, yeah, no, I, oh, man, I haven't thought about, you're not. We're back, uh, yeah. a dinosaur story, the John yeah. Goodman fucking nice. dinosaur movie. It's, <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah, it was a terrible fucking movie. I watched it a million times as a kid. Oh, yeah, I don't, I, like. I, I'm thinking of it, and I have, like, hazy memories of it, and it's, uh... Ooh. Yeah, it's Brad, probably put it on really the bad. schedule. We, we need to sit down and watch We're Back, a dinosaur story. We'll, we'll do it on, uh, what I hear they call the Twitch stream. <laughs> Streaming Twitches. <laughs> is, that a, is that a place where you, uh, record yourself for the internet to watch your spastic movements? Because you got a, you got a bad so. muscle problem. Exactly. I think it's like you plug yourself into the Matrix, but then you get into the Matrix and you're all jumpy. Is it a place for people with, like, uh, mild bodily Tourette's? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of swearing on the internet, too, so yes, very much so. Lots of twitching and, and cussing, and yeah. It's pretty much like that. Yeah, the internet is Tourette's. Uh, <laughs> here you got a topic for me, Ian. Oh, yeah, yeah. We reached into the bowl of magic, and... uh this one says uh, road trips. Road trips. So that that sounds pretty cool. <laughs> you got a story for so, uh, some road trips? Uh, maybe a road trip well, you've been on or a road trip you'd love to go on? I mean, yeah, dude. I was open. like, I was thinking like what my favorite road trip like would be. Like, what's my, like my ideal road trip? I would go from. Uh, I guess we'd be starting here in Houston. So what I would do is I would find like the cheapest most awful rental car kind of like that one that you had that little uh it was the little pink one i want to say or pinkish one or tan it, it, it was kind of that off i don't know uh-huh you know you remember the one it was like a, it was smaller than a fiat i want to say was it a hyundai yeah it was or a was small it, hyundai or was it the nissan versa Ooh, the nissan was the really yeah <laughs> the smallest crap like i'm talking about one that i the most uncomfortable car for a person in my size to drive yeah um, so it. yeah, clown car. Yeah, just total brand new, like the crappiest one on the lot. Um, and I would, uh, I would load up all my gear. I would then uh, probably swing by here. Uh, I would tell you to to grab all the recording equipment, and and of course yourself and um, and management. And we would we would all go on a, a road trip up to uh, Canada. Because I, you know, I've I haven't been to the land of the free and the home of the brave in so long. <laughs> oh, Canada, <laughs> with their bats le blue and their mounties. Oh yeah, dude, their cops are so friendly, dude. Their cops are they they actually are very unfriendly if you start making fun of them too much. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to make fun of them like you're an American. <laughs> you want to make fun of them like they're Canadian. So polite sarcasm, eh? <laughs> You're just a hoser. 
And, <laughs> and, and you know, anytime, like, but basically my whole reason is so that way uh, for poutine. Delicious, for, delicious. For poutine. Yeah. Yeah, delicious, delicious poutine. Just delicious. It's it, you literally you can't hardly buy it in the states. You know, people. I, I always hear you know the Facebooks and the social medias. They they talk about that that they're poutine a lot. What the fuck is poutine, dude? All right. So it is. I want to say it is. I'm pretty sure it's poutine. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I don't know. My my brain's telling me that. Could be a mixed signal. Anyways. <laughs> uh, but basically, it's French fries, and gravy. Okay, you get those two ingredients, but it's the way you cook the French fries that you just don't get here in America. See, what Canadians do is they kind of they they put a little bit of ketchup into the deep fryer. It gives it that crackle. It gives it it gives it that crackle. It gives it that flavor, and they call that all dressed up. You say you want poutine. All dressed up. All dressed up. All dressed up. Oh, oh, and a little bit of barbecue sauce. They add they ketchup and barbecue sauce plus gravy on top of French fries is poutine. All dressed up. It's as good, and they don't sell it here in the states. That sounds I like mean, intestinal distress. <laughs> it's very distressful, but you can also get moose jerky on the cheap. Moose and goose. Moose and goose, and jerky. goose jerky. Yeah, not. I don't think they make one together, but that would be really Canadian and really cool of them. We could also see if we could find the Seriously Wrong guys. You ever heard listen to the Seriously Wrong podcast? Oh, yeah, I remember those guys. They're, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That'd be a reason to go up to Canada. That'd be pretty cool. Track those We'd... guys down. <laughs> yeah, we'll hunt them. We'll hunt them like we're Canadians, because Canadians are always hunting. It's like the only thing they do. It's so cold. Yeah, but we could go and, like, we could go find those guys. So we need to build a cage out of Bachelor Blue um, uh, cans, uh, a cage shaped like an igloo with a Rush CD inside well, of it. Is that how you capture I, a Canadian? Well, actually, what I was thinking <laughs> is you would just uh, hang a single bottle of Labatt Blue from a tree in front of their home, and when they walk outside, whenever they stand in front of the tree, just start playing Rush. On, a st- on like a little stereo and they become entranced because he, he's just so Neil Peart is just so good on the drums like a mosquito <laughs> to, a, a, to, to, a, to, a, to a light yeah they it's just... like yeah they just stop but yeah they just they just they can't help it they're just entranced they have they have a Labatt Blue just out of reach they just can't quite get it and then the music hits them and it's like da 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 Prog rock. It's the best rock. Living on a lighted stage approaches the unreal. Copyright. Ninety-two <laughs> Rush. <laughs> the song came out in nineteen seventy-six. Yeah, but yeah, yeah I, I know. Uh-huh. I, I, <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> no, I didn't. Know I was also singing uh, "Limelight" to the tune of Red Barchetta. That was because so, that's I, how deep of a Rush fan that I that, am. Yeah, wow. Yeah, because I thought your lyrics seemed like they were right but wrong. Yeah, yeah, no. So, no, wow. Red Barchetta really... is what came out of my mouth. Yeah. Wow. Which yeah, uh, is, they can, nobody can sue us for that. Because no, that's wrong. your own song. That's your that's your song. That's, <laughs> that's you. <laughs> you just had inspiration. 
<laughs> so on this road trip, the closer we get to Canada, the uh, the the more Rush mixtapes we have to put on. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, it would have to be basically Rush, and uh, the only rap we're allowed to listen to is Classified. <laughs> yeah, it's Classified. Classified, man. Yeah. yeah. Oh. A guy named Classified. Yeah, I got, yeah, yeah. Classifying the information. Oh, no, no, it's not, it's not classified information. It's just, yeah, it's just a rapper, Canadian rapper named uh, Classified. I thought you'd at least put Buck 65 on there, but he's from French Canada, right? So we Yeah, don't... he's a different Canada. I wasn't talking French Canada. Now that's a, ooh, yeah, they, they're a little French towards Americans. And we definitely would stand out as Americans. I'm pretty sure anywhere we go. I can I can pass for Canadian for like 30 seconds. Like I can I can I can pretend to be Canadian long enough to say a lot. I can share my love of bare naked ladies with the French Canadians and it will be my pass, our pass. I can use it. Are they French Canadian though? Aren't they? I don't think they I'm are. I, th- sure I thought they were from... B- I thought they were BC. I thought, I thought they were Quebec. Really? Maybe they are BC. Yeah, I was thinking they're BC, like their their feels kind of like West, you know, that West Coast kind of rock. One of them might be from. (laughs) (laughs) Stuck in my head. (laughs) God damn it, Chris! You always playing bare naked ladies. (laughs) I only play the sad songs. (laughs) I only play the sad songs. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Just the ones that make you want to die. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah, just those. The ones that make me cry inside. (laughs) <laughs> those are the ones those are the hits <laughs> yeah those, those those um uh i don't know how long we had listened to bare naked i guess we only have three cds to shoot well russian in of itself i mean they have like what 20 cds they have 20 albums so something like that yeah i think they're at least on 28 yeah yeah probably, probably more yeah <laughs> or what you said um yeah so we'd, we'd have a selection <laughs> yeah we'll say 28 yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, that'd be uh, yeah, that, I think that'd be a pretty cool road trip. A road know? trip to Canada. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. Like, I mean, we could uh put like just moose antlers straight up. on the top, you know, of the car and make it. Make sure they know we're Americans. Yeah, let them know we're Americans. And yes, your your culture is funny and your people are <laughs> ridiculous. To all of our Canadian listeners, <laughs> love you. Toronto's a great city. <laughs> when we drive back, we will put Longhorn, uh, Longhorn uh, horns, uh, a, a rack on top of the car, uh, and put our cowboy hats and our boots back on, so that they know that we're from Texas. <laughs> oh, dude, that'd be good. Yeah, show up with like spurs, riding a horse. Be like, I seem to have moseyed off the pasture here. Any of you guys know how to get to Armorilla? <laughs> Rhymes with armadillo. <laughs> That's a proper Latin name for that species. Armadillo. Armadillo. Got so many armadillos around here. We really do. It's a dilla that's got armor. Yeah, it's a dilla. It's a dilla with arms. That's why we called it an armadillo. An armor. Arma. Oh, armor. Okay, armor. Yeah, armadillo. Armadillo. Yeah, oh, I never thought of it as, like, a warrior species. but Yeah, they're, they're, yeah. they're built like tanks, unless you run over them with your car. Yeah, then, then they, they just, like, curl up into a ball and bounce like a dead... They, yeah, like, they, they 
they bounce after they die, and it's it's like a Disney movie. It's like happy and sad at the same time. It always made me think of Donkey Kong Country. Yeah, the oh, yeah that's that roll very up, true. And yeah. they roll at you, and when you jump on them, they're still a ball, and then they bounce off screen. That's what happens when you run over an armadillo. Every time. <laughs> Every single time. <laughs> but yeah, I don't, you know, I don't know. Can, Canadians, like, they don't, uh... I don't think they have any armadillos. Unless there's a very particular tundra armadillo yeah, that I like don't I know kinda, about. Yeah, like that's kind of what I wonder is if like maybe the Canadian government has like decided to make one of these monstrosities, a cold weather armadillo. I don't know if they would make one of the armadillos, uh, but half yeti, half armadillo. No, it would just be an armadillo that lives in the snow. Oh, well, that that wouldn't be a threat at all. Maybe a little bit more white rather than the... Yeah. It would blend into the environment, you know, yeah. So it'd be like an albi- it would be an albino armadillo. Yeah. So, um, that wouldn't be a threat, I don't Maybe think, with a to the Canadian fur. people. Oh, they're making it furry. Well, I mean, it's it lives in this tundra. Yeah, yeah. It has to have it's something. Furry. I mean, they're, they are yeah. mammals, remember. I mean, are there marsupials, which is a mammal? Uh, I don't think they're marsupials, actually. I no. think they're mammals. No, because we only have one yeah, we marsupial. Have the po- yeah, we have the, pos- the, the snaggletooth tree monster, <laughs> as, as we call them. Yeah. Yeah, those other things that are outside. <laughs> I see why humans made houses. <laughs> like, let's, let's separate ourselves from all the woods monsters. Dude, the swamp's got the best monsters. You got, you got gator, oh, yeah. you got possum. You got, uh, you got sewer nutra. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which are just rats that live in bayou. Oh, yeah, it's giant swamp rats. Yeah, just fucking <laughs> swamp rats. Guinea pigs with a bad attitude that are the size of a Prius? <laughs> yeah. Bigger than 40 ounce. Slightly smaller than a Prius. <laughs> I don't know what measurements are. Basically, they're fucking bayou otter. <laughs> yeah. And they're nasty. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we also got wild pig. Call them. Oh, oh yeah. I forgot about pigs. Pigs are uh, crazy, dude. Uh, I told you that uh, one almost hit me the other day. Came running. Oh fuck! That, you came, live up in uh, wild pig boar territory. Oh yeah. yeah, pig country. Yeah, both both places that I randomly uh, live at. Yeah, they uh, it, they, both of them are infested with just wild boars. And uh, yeah, the other day one like ran straight at my car. Like just like it's. I think it seen me coming. And if it didn't see me, it certainly had to have heard my car or known that it was there. But it just started like running directly at it, and it like sideswiped. But like it ran up to the side and intentionally just bumped into it. Look just at like a fucking pig hunting license. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I don't think you even need a license for pigs because they're like a they're like a threat. Like yeah. I think it's almost I think it's a law that you almost you should you have that to, guy. Yeah, yeah, like technically speaking, you I should think have legally, sacrificed yeah. the vehicle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The state of Texas demands that you run over every pig you see. How big was he? Com- how big was, was he compared to your fucking? He was, he was, uh, he wasn't like a monster pig, but he was, uh, oh, and he, the reason why he was coming that direction anyways is because, uh, like, a quarter mile ahead I had seen a dog running, 
And this, uh, anyways, I'm pretty sure that pig was like chased, like that dog was like on a run. Anyways, yeah. Uh, but anyways, this pig was probably uh, 200 some odd pounds at least. Yeah, probably about my, a little bit bigger, like probably weighed a little bit more than me. Because he's big. Um, Pigs are big as fuck. Like yeah. a normal pig is big as fuck. People apparently don't realize that. Yeah, and he, this one was like a normal pig. Yeah. But yeah, it's 200 pounds and they, they have that plate on the front of their head that like you you literally can't um like outside of running them over with a large vehicle like larger than mine actually <laughs> and uh or a crazy big gun mm-hmm. that's really the only oh way. yeah you gotta blow them the fuck away yeah yeah you have to like shoot them from the side there's you you literally can't do anything if they're running at you people yeah people don't realize that pigs are like scary scary beasts that uh, are actually not native to America <laughs> no yeah. thanks Columbus and Obama Obama let the pigs loose yeah he uh yeah Obama let the pigs loose he let, he said that um got them all armored he, up and tusked he, out he said that uh pigs are going to be uh taking all of the 1%'s money and that they are allowed to run free and just stomp all over everybody's yards. <laughs> all day. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> Crushing it. You take a cross-Texas pig hunting road trip. Oh, dude. Yeah, that would... Yeah, that that could be a viable. I mean, I'm not really like I'm I'm not like big into hunting or anything like that. But you know, I mean, I I eat I eat meat, so like I I guess that would probably be enough. Like that'd probably be enough pork for both of us, probably for like a, a year. I imagine uh, we could probably use the fucking money too. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You can. There's a reward for that. Is there? Oh I'd, yeah. Yeah, they're invasive. Really. Sam Sam Houston himself gives you uh, three three gold coins. I mean, yeah, if we uh, if we, <laughs> if we take uh, a slab of dead wild pig up to the uh, Sam Houston Monument up in Huntsville, and we 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 spill the pig's blood at the feet uh, of the great founder, yeah, uh, he will uh, reward us with pure Texas gold. Oh, okay, he'll show you where the oil's at. Yeah. He, he'll just, the the ghost of Sam Houston. Like once he's had his filling of of pig's blood, of boar's blood, uh, that's when he shows you where the oil's at. Yeah, and it's in a it's in a chest, uh, in mason jars. It's just ah. mason jars of oil because oh, they they yeah. he, he sees it as wealth, uh, as tangible <laughs> wealth. Uh, he doesn't understand. Just, just a bunch of all, just a bunch of old ass oil in glass jars. He doesn't understand that you need like a refinery. Yeah, yeah. I imagine it's straight from the ground. Like there's dirt in it. Texas gold. It's as good as gold. Will anybody buy this from me? No. It's just a bunch of dirty oil in glass jars. <laughs> Mobile One. <laughs> I'm just saying their name. Not saying anything good about them. Certainly not saying anything bad about them. <laughs> I think we're gonna fucking stop it. <laughs> we're gonna stop it. I think. I think en- enough's enough. 
I think this is the end of this trash episode. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, did we get to your... Nah, nah, no. I think we're gonna... We're gonna... I think we did good. <laughs> oh, we did something, all right. We're also... Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh... What did we learn today, Ian? Well... We learned that, um... I am not a mountain man. Yeah. I learned that. I'm not a mountain man. <laughs> we learned that, uh, Between the Profound and the Profane is, uh, the number one comedy podcast when compared to Bill O'Reilly's podcast. Oh, absolutely. At least since April 25th. Yes. We, we have the documents. Absolute proof. <laughs> Hope it don't turn the frogs gay. We also learned today that uh, um, Canada is the promised land of road trips, but Texas has wild boars for hunting. Yeah, all you want. The Sam Houston will give you jars of oil for <laughs> your dead pigs. So get down to Houston and sacrifice some dead pigs to save Houston. Yeah, just pull out your guns in Houston, start shooting anything that looks like a pig. Oh, wait. Good night, everyone! Yep. <laughs> For this and other shows quite like it, just check out our website, bonushours.com.